All right, I will say good morning. Let us begin. We have a beautiful, beautiful daf ahead of us today. Begin by thanking our sponsors. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors. Sorry. Our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Adar Aleph, Paul and Kathy Pollock, for dedicating all the Shirman Drashos this month in memory of Paul's grandparents, Zacharia ben Zacharia and Dina Basrabdov. To thank Art and Sherry Miller for dedicating all the Shirman Drashos this month in loving memory of Art's brother, Richard Miller, Ruvain ben Bitsalel Virachel. And to thank our Dafyomi sponsor, Barbara Markowitz, in honor of the birthday of her dear son Yisrael, so sweet. Mazel Tov to Yisrael Markowitz, Admeveesim Shanim Tovo. So, also with that, let us begin. So today's daf is daf Zayin. We are picking up Amir Hashem on Vav Amadez Six B. So we actually left off. So Six B. So we actually left off Bahar Rabbi Yosi Aglili. So we'll say it is two. Four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, about fifteen lines up from the bottom. So we'll say, remember again, we are, we, well, first of all, we're embedded in the middle of the Machlokis Veshamah and Besilo, which is the Machlokis writing that began in the Mishnah, specifically focused on the value of the Olas Riyah versus, versus the Shalme Chagiga. Right? Remember again, we have three different types of Kabbalahs that are brought on Yamtiv that we saw in yesterday's daf already. Shalosh Mitzvos. There's an Olas Riyah and Ola. And although which is fully consumed on this beach, there is Shami Chagiga Shlamim that you have to bring Shlamim again. Remember, part of it burned to the Mizbeach, part of it goes to the Khan, and part of it consumed by the owners. And then, of course, there's what's called Shami Simcha. Shami Simcha, as we're going to see more in today's death, are really again there if you need meat or you want meat over the course of Yamtiv, you bring this Shlamim. So, we're going to see the first two are absolutely obligatory. So, Olas Re'iyah, Shami Chagiga. The last one, the last one is not, is optional. Is optional. And we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that further in Mirza Hashem today. So remember again, the Machlokis and the Mishnah was the value of the Olas Re'iyah versus the Shalmei Simcha. I should say the Shalmei Chagiga, excuse me. So again, you have a base Shammai saying the Olas Re'iyah has to be two silver pieces, Shalmei Chagiga, one silver piece, Versus Beis Hillel saying that halacha, just the opposite, right? The Olas Ria worth one silver piece, the Shalmei Chagiga worth two silver pieces. So it gets into a fundamental issue as to which one is considered to be the more, thank you, Zevi, the more important carbon, right? That's the fundamental question. Which one is of greater importance? So again, we're, we're kind of in the middle of this raging machlokis over here. How do you determine, how do you determine primary importance? So says the Gemara, So remember again, one of the ways that we wanted to show, at least according to Beishamai, that the Ola Suriya was more important was how? Because it was offered up by Harsinai. So it was offered up, there was an Ola Suriya that was offered up, he offered up even before Matan Torah itself. So says the Gemara, Bahar Rabbi Yosi Haglili da Amar Ola Shikrivi Saba Minbar, Olas Tamid Havi. But yet, we have Rabbi Yosi Haglili who said that Allah Chalamaisa, the Ola that was offered up by the Midbar, right, before Matan Torah, ultimately again was, was, was the Tamid, was the Tamid. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, but how could that be? Make Harlo by Hefshef and Ituach, Lo Asob by Hefshef and Ituach. 
One of the issues we had with labeling the Ola of Harsinai as the Tamid was what? Was the fact that that carbon by, by, by Harsinai did not require skinning and dismembering. Whereas the carbon tamid in general does require skinning and dismembering. So the Gemara says, the sign of basically the Omer, Ola Sheikh Rivu, so I'll say, interestingly enough, Rabbi Yosei said that the Ola by Har Sinai did not require Hefshet Vinituach because the din of Hefshet Vinituach was only a din from Oel Moed and on. To which the Gemara says, You're right, take Rabbi Shmuel out of this. So remember again, we wanted originally to include Rabbi Shmuel amongst the list of opinions who said that the Ola by Harsinai wasn't Ola's Re'iyah. So now the Gemara is suggesting remove him from that list because it's possible that Rabbi Shmuel actually holds that the Ola by Harsinai was in fact the carbon Tamid. Fine. So by Rav Chista. So Rav Chista says, Haikra Hechiksev. So Rav says, remember again this whole discussion about the Ola by Harsinai focuses on one central Pasuk. What does the Pasuk say? So we're going to see now there are two ways to read this Pasuk. So the Torah says, right, he sent, Moshe Avinu sent the young men of Bnei Yisrael, and they offered up olos kvasim, olos that came from sheep. They offered up zvachim shlamim lashem parim. So I will say, here is the Shailah. The simple, it could be the way to read the Pasuk is like this. They're offering up two karbanos, olos and shlamim. So you can read it as the olos came from kvasim, came from sheep, and the, and the shlamim came from parim, from oxen. Is that how you read it? Odilma idivi parim. Or maybe Rabbi said the word parim at the end of the Pasuk goes back both to shlamim and olos. So maybe both items came from parim. To which the Gemara says, to be honest, what does it matter? In other words, I will say this is a historical event. So what is it? I mean, I guess it matters in order to know the Pasuk, but what does it matter? So Marzutra says, well, it will impact the trap. How you read the Pasuk, ultimately, again, is Parim a modifier on the entire Pasuk or just the last phrase? Ultimately, again, will impact the trap. That's number one. And Ravacha Rava Amar the Omer Hare Alai Ola Koloshek Rivi Yisrael Midbar. So I will say the other possibility is listen to this. So Ravacha Rava says, let's say a person makes a nether and they say, I hereby take upon myself to bring an Ola like the Ola that was brought in Har Sinai. So say someone says that. So I will say, so what happens? My. So what kind of carbon is he obligated to bring? Do we say Parim Avu? Do we say he has to bring Parim? Oh, kvasim, or is it cheap? To which the Gemara says, teku. Okay, so I'll say, so the only reason this is brought up is because, remember, again, there was such a hyper-focus on this Pasuk, so the Gemara just brought up this kasha. Tanar hasam, Eilad Rambal said, this is a beautiful Gemara, Eilad Varim She'en Lam Shir, so I'll say, the Gemara quotes the Mishnah, in Mesech Espeah, he's opening Mishnah Mesech Espeah, we just had this in Mishnah Yomi just a few weeks ago, say, Eilad Varim She'en Lam Shir, these are the following things that have no shear. So in other words, Rabbi said they have no set amount. What are they? Top of Zayin. Hapeya. So Rabbi said, so remember again, those of us learning Mishnah Yomi, we are, we are knee deep in Peya. Right? So remember again, Peya, right? So Rabbi said, so again, Salacha Lamaisa, Halacha Lamaisa, Peya, which is the obligation to go ahead and leave a corner of your field. Interestingly enough, 
does not have a specific shear. Now Rashi says over here, top Rashi Zainam Adalif, Lo nitna bo Torah shear, Be'afapi she'en lepeya shear, Nasli bo chacham shear achas mishishin. Now we'll say, we saw in the Mishnayis, that even though, again, there is no biblical shear for peya, Chazal went ahead and said, you should leave at least one sixtieth of your field. Okay. But peya doesn't have a shear. Bikurim, first fruit. But we'll say, I know that I have to bring my first fruit from the seven species to, to the Beis HaMikdash, give it to the Kohen, but I, Torah doesn't tell me what. How much? How much? There's no shear. So I will say, Re'ayon. So again, we're, not, we're going to assume right now that what Re'ayon means is your Olas Re'ia Shalmei Chagiga. That, that, that's, let's assume that for a moment. Re'ayon, or at least Olas Re'ia. Kamilos Chasadin. It's beautiful. Chesed. Chesed has no shear. V'tam Torah and learning. I'll just show you a beautiful tosis. Tosis says over Gemilas Chasadim, Birushami Hadatema Begufo, Aval Bimamono Yeshlo Shear. So I'll say, so remember again, when do we say that Chesed has no shear? That's Chesed you perform with your body, right? So visiting the sick, right? Going ahead and doing nice things for people. Monetary Chesed, I eat Staka, does have a shear. What's Talacha? Talacha is you're not supposed to give away what? More than one-fifth of your wealth, more than a twentieth of your wealth. There are exceptions to that rule. Post can bring down if a person is Baruch Hashem, incredibly wealthy, so that giving away one-fifth of their wealth is not going to impact them. Then Allah is permitted to do that. So Tosa just points out over here, the Gemilas Chasadim being referred to over here is what we call Gemilas Chasadim Begufo, that you do with your body. But not Mamono. So we'll say, watch this. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Kisvurin anu lomar hareayon en lo shir lemalo, aval yesh lo shir lemata. Now we'll say, remember again, we're assuming over here that reayon means at least the olas reiyah, potentially both the olas reiyah as well as shami chagiga. So Rabbi Yochanan said like this. We originally thought that what this means is the karbanos for aliyah l'regel, for Aliyah the Regal, have no ceiling, but they have a floor. In other words, there's got to be a minimum value to the Karbanos you bring. But when the Mishnah says, Ein Lashir, what it means is, there's no maximum value. There's no ceiling to it. Toraboshia came along and he said, no, the Reayon has no shear. There's no ceiling and there's no floor. Which I will say is interesting, which sounds like the Karbanos, Ola Sriya, Shami Chagiga, have no minimum value and have no maximum value. Aj, Ava Chachamim Omrim, the Chacham say no, Hariya, Ma'a, Kasef, Vachagiga, Shte Kasef. Chachamim said ultimately again that the Ola Sriya has to be one silver piece and the Chagiga has to be at least two. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, my hareayon. By the way, what does it mean, the reayon? So we'll say, so it's interesting. So first, the Gemara obviously operates under the assumption that reayon means what? The karbanos you bring when you come for the mitzvah of re'iyah. So what are the karbanos you bring when you come for the mitzvah? The obligatory karbanos? Olas re'iyah, shamecha giga. Now the Gemara says, by the way, I don't know. What does that word mean, reayon? I will say, this is absolutely incredible. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Panim Ba'azara. This is incredible. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Re'ayon does not mean, does not mean 
Olas Re'iyah, it means the mitzvah of coming to see the Beis HaMikdash. Nothing to do with Karbanos, but, I mean, not nothing to do, but not specifically referring ultimately to, to bringing Karbanos, but rather the mitzvah of coming to the Beis HaMikdash. Look at Rashi. Rashi says over here, Ri'yas panim ba'azara. Rashi says, Kama pamim shu chafetz ba umare atzmo ba'azara. Ve'in sarach lahavi karban b'chol ri'iyo uri'iyo. So we'll say, listen to this. So Rabbi Yochanan says that halacha l'maysa, halacha l'maysa, over the course of Yantiv, you could come to the Beis HaMikdash as many times as you would like. And you are not obligated to bring a karban every single time you come. Others will say, what we're going to see now is something very interesting. You might have thought that over the course of Yom Tiv, we're talking about now specifically Pesach, Shavuos, and Sokis. There's a mitzvah of Aliyah Lerego. So you might have thought that every single time you show up to the Beis HaMikdash over the course of Yom Tiv, what do you have to bring? Maybe an Ola Asriyah and Shami Chagigo, or, or, or at least an Ola Asriyah. So Rabbi Yochanan says, no, no, no. When the Mishnah says that the Re'ayon is one of the things that doesn't have a shear, what that means is, you could come to the Beis HaMikdash as many times as you would like over Yom Div, and there, you have to bring a carbon once. Carbon once, but you don't have an obligation to bring a carbon every single time. Reish Lakish Amar, Re'iyas Panim B'Karbon. Listen to this. Reish Lakish says, no, you have to bring a carbon. It says, Re'ayon, in Loshir, it means as many times as you come to the Beis HaMikdash, I will say every single time you come, you have to what? Bring a carbon. Pretty incredible. Pretty, and a pretty expensive proposition as well. So we'll say, so now watch this. Here's the machlokas. So we'll say, listen, I'm sorry. So we'll say, means the first day of Yamtiv. First day of Yamtiv, everyone agrees that when you show up, what do you have to show up with? Right? That everyone is agreeing with. What's the machlokas? So everyone's agreeing on day number one, you have, when you show up, showing up requires bringing a carbon. But at the end of the day, the machlokis is the rest of the days of Yom Tiv. That's the machlokis. When you show up the rest of the days of Yom Tiv, do you have to bring a carbon? Rabbi Yochanan says, no, you don't have to bring a carbon. Only have to bring a carbon day number one. Reish Lakish says, no, bring a carbon each and every time you show up. Now watch this. The Gemara says, furthermore, Furthermore, everyone agrees that whenever you show up, if you do bring a carbon, of course we accept that carbon from you. So keep say, So where is the machlok? So let's go with what everybody agrees with. Everyone agrees, day one, you have to bring a carbon. Everyone also agrees that what? Any other day that you show up and you bring a carbon, what? Beis will accept it from you. What's the machlokas? Kipligi, the asavalo aisi. The machlokas is what happens if you show up on one of the days of Yom Tiv and you don't bring a carbon with you? You don't bring a carbon. Rabbi Yochanan Savari, he has panem ba'azara, the chal emas dasil tarach lasuye. So Rabbi Yochanan holds an alach alamaisa, you only have to bring a carbon day one. And the rest of the days that you show up without a carbon, totally fine. You don't need a carbon to show up. Rishlakish on the other hand says, no, the obligation of, of Re'iyah applies all the days of Yom Tiv, And therefore, any day of Yom Tiv that you show up, you must come with Karbanos.
So I'll say, really a fascinating machlokas. So again, in version one of the machlokas, everyone's in agreement about day one, obligation to bring a carbon. Everyone is also in agreement that any of the other days, if you do show up and bring a carbon, Basically, will accept it. When we, when we say carbon, we're specifically, again, referring to Ola Sri'ya, Shamei Chagiga. What's the Machlokas? The Machlokas is, do you have to bring a carbon every day of Yom Tiv you show up? Rabbi Yochanan says, no. Reish Lakish says, yes. I will say, by the way, if you think about it, what a fundamental life Machlokas as well. We'll see, you know this, you saw this life Machlokas is? Is it enough in life just to show up, or do you actually have to do something as well? Rabbi Yochanan will say, it's enough to show up. Showing up sometimes is the most important thing you could do. Reish Lakish says, showing up is nice, but showing up and doing nothing, showing up with no carbon, showing up with no self-sacrifice, showing up without being invested in it is never enough is never enough. But I will say, interestingly enough, according to this approach, they both agree that at least for one day, you got to show up and do a bit more. Right? On day number one, you got to show up and bring karos. Remember again, a carbon represents giving something of oneself. A carbon represents ultimately, again, a little bit of self-sacrifice. So an incredible use. So no one ever says that all you have to ever do is just show up. Everyone's going to agree that showing up is important, but at some point in time, you got to do something additional. But the Kushayla is you have to do something additional each day. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, most of life showing up is enough. Rish Lakish says, no, 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 no. Showing up is a great first start, but showing up is only meaningful if accompanied by a carbon. So incredible. So, Ace Rish Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan, Rish Lakish raised the Kasha to Rabbi Yochanan, very exciting Gimara. Rish Lakish says, the Pasik says, the Pasik says, Fulo ye ro'u panai reikam. Pasik says, Hashem says to us, when you come to my house, don't show up empty-handed, right? You don't show up without a hostess gift, right? Or, you know, without a house where I'm give something. Some Kashbar says, don't come to my house empty-handed. It's a pretty good raya, pretty good raya that what? That when you show up to the Beis HaMikdash over the course of Yantiv, you better come with a karban. Rabbi Yochanan says, come on, Rishlakish, you know the answer to that. That Pasek is referring to the first day of Yantiv. It's not referring to the duration of Yamtiv. Yeah, I remember again, even Rabbi Yochanan is agreeing, first day of Yamtiv, don't show up empty-handed. Don't come empty-handed. This is talking about by Karbanas. By Karbanas, Sadi Gemara says, How do you know it's Karbanas? Maybe it's birds or meal offerings. Remember, when we speak about zvachim, we mean it means what? Animals. Animals. How do you know it means animals? Maybe it's enough to show up with a carbon mincha meal offering or with a bird offering. Vidinu. What's the kavachomer? What's the kavachomer? Ne'emra chagiga lahedjot. V'ne'emariya legavoa. The carbon chagiga, I will say, is a shlamim. And therefore, it's primarily benefits a person. Right? And ultimately, again, re'iya, the olas re'iya, is an older goes to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ma chagiga ha'amur lehed yod zvachim. Just like the chagiga, the shami chagiga that we have are animals. Af re'iya ha'amura legavoa. Ultimately, so to the ola, the olas re'iya, has to be an animal as well. Sigimara says, Uma hein zvachim olos. Uma hein zvachim olos. Ata omer, ata omer olos. So ena elish shlamim. 
I so what's the what's the animal you're offering up to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? You're telling me it's an ola. How do you know it's an ola? Something you must maybe it's a shlamim. Vedinu namra chagiga lahadjot vnamra reiya legavoa. It says chagiga for an individual and reiya for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Machagiga haamura lahadjot baraoilo. Just like we both say the chagiga, which is utilized by people, saying that is useful for people, i.e. a shlamim from which the owners get to consume the meat. So to the Olas Ri'iyah, the Olas Ri'iyah, which ultimately, again, is for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is something that is, quote-unquote, fit for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I will say, what's fit for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Ultimately, an Ola, right? An animal that is from the Kusum Lemizbech. V'chein bedin, shelo yeh shulchan chamalei, v'shulchan rabcha reikam. So to, again, it makes sense, shouldn't be that your table is filled with meat and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is empty. So therefore, if I'm going to have a Chagiga, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should have his Ola. Amrlei, to which again, Rabbi Yochanan responds, Bikra HaRegel. Rishlakish, you're right. But we're talking about the obligation over here. When we speak about the obligation to bring Karbanos, it's referring to the first day of Yom Tiv. And even Rabbi Yochanan agrees that on day number one of Yom Tiv, when you show up in the base of Mikdash, don't show up empty-handed. Show up with your... Ola Sriya and your Shami Chagiga. Three regalim of the year, Claudius was commanded to come up to Yerushalayim. What are they? The Bryce is going to say a couple of things here which are quite interesting. means literally. Chatzon literally means what? Halves. Rashi explains over here in this context what it means is chaburos, groups. You don't come to the base of Mikdash in groups. We'll see, we'll see what that means. We'll see what that means. Mishum Shinemar calls the churcha, because the Pasuk says all of your males, ve'in near and rekanin, you also don't show up empty handed. Mishum Shinemar, v'lo yiro'o panai rekam. Because we'll say the Paz says, do not show up empty-handed, right? Do not come to see my face empty-handed. So we'll say, so once again, the Gemara is raising all of these kashas on Rabbi Yochanan. Because the Gemara is using, the Gemara is assuming that when the, the Brisa says, don't show up empty-handed, it means don't show up empty-handed when? When? All of Yom Tiv. And Rabbi Yochanan always gives the same answer. Amar be'ikr haregel. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, when the, when the Brisa uses this lashon of don't show up empty-handed, that's referring to day one of Yom Tif. And day one of Yom Tif, everyone agrees, don't show up empty-handed. So now we're turning the tables. Up until now, up until now, the questions have all been directed against Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion that what? That Allah, you have to bring Karabanos the first day. But for the rest of Yom Div, if you want to, we'll accept it from you. But you don't have to bring Karbanos over the course of the rest of Yom Div. And that's why when the Mishnah said that Re'ayon doesn't have a shear, what is that referring to according to Rabbi Yochanan? That you could show up in the Mikdash as much as you want over the course of Yom Div. But a carbon is only obligatory and necessary on day number one. Now we're switching the tables. So remember again, this is the this is the constant this is a pasak. We 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 quoted this this drush of Yira Yira that Hashem comes to be seen 
the way he sees. So we spoke about this already by the exemption of a blind person from Aliyah Laregel. But here we'll say here's a different Rasha. Ma'ani bechinam, af atta bechinam. It was actually quite beautiful, HaKadosh Baruch, who says, just like, just like, I come to see you without the charge, so you could come to see me without a charge. In other words, Rabbi Yochanan is saying over here, Kaddish Baruch who says there's no prerequisite, right, that I have to coming to see you, there's no prerequisite that you have to coming to see me. So Rabbi Yochanan uses this as a raya, right? Avatam bechinam. Ela kol da'asa So therefore again, Rabbi Yochanan uses this as a way to show, while it is true, that there is an obligation to bring a carbon on day one, for the rest of Yom Tiv, you come to HaKadosh Baruch Hu just showing up without any need for any Karbonos. Quite beautiful. So the Gemara says as follows. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, um, fine. So rather the Gemara says, uh, Ella, first wide line, Ella, Kol I see, Sefer say in a situation where a person comes to the base, I didn't bring Karbonos to Kuli Alma, so everyone agrees that if you showed up over the course of Yom Tiv and you did not bring a carbon, so ultimately again you have fulfilled the mitzvah of Re'iyah. Ki pligi, so I'll say, where's the machlokas? Da'asa va'isi. We're ultimately again, I will say, so here's what's fascinating. See, I will say, in this version, right, in version number one, Everyone agreed that you have to bring a carbon on day one. Everyone also agreed that if you bring carbonos over the course of Yamtiv, we'll accept them from you. The machlokes was, is one obligated to bring additional every single time you show up. Rabbi Yochanan said no, Rabbi Shlakish said yes. Rabbi say in this version, the machlokes is a little bit different. In this version, everyone is agreeing that after day one, if you show up without karbanos, you're good. You're good. You're totally good to go, right? Because again, you show up you're, you're, and you fulfill the mitzvah of re'iyah, of re'ayon, right? Without a carbon. So what's the machlokas? So we'll say, this is incredible. Keep ligi do'asa va'aisi. We'll say, watch this. This is fascinating. In this version, the machlokas is, what happens if you show up on days two through seven, right? Or days two through, by Pesach, or days, or days two through eight, on Sukkis, and you decided after day one to bring an additional Olas Riyashamichagiga. Will we accept it from you? Will the Beis Hamikdash accept additional Olas Riyashamichagiga? Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, the Amar Riyas Panim Ba'azara, Riyas Panim Ude Ingashir, Halakarban Yeshir. Wow. Rabbi Yochanan says that when the Mishnah in Peah says, Re Ayon doesn't have a shear, what is that referring to? That's referring to coming to the base of Mikdash. You showing up, show up as much as you want. But Kabanos, Kabanos do have a shear. There's one Olas and one Shami Chagiga per customer. And once you go ahead and bring your Olas and Shami Chagiga on day one, you're done. You're done. And if you try to bring more Olas and Shami Chagiga over the course of Yamte, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? The Beis Hamikdash will not accept it from you. Now, I will say, I want to be clear. If you want to bring additional karbanos to the Beis Hamikdash over the course of Yom Tov, can you do so? Can you do so? Yes. Remember again, what can you bring? Nidarim nidavos. What Rabbi Yochanan is saying over here is just in a very specific capacity, Ola Sri'iya Shami Chagiga 
are brought at the beginning of Yom Tiv. And once you fulfill that obligation, you're done. They will say, why can't you bring more? According to Yochanan, why can't you bring more? What's the problem? They will say, it's the same problem of doing more than the required amount of any mitzvah. Right? They will say, if you go ahead and you put on three pairs of tefillin at once, right? That's baltosif. You go ahead and you decide to add roses to your dalad minim, right? To your lulav esrog. You're just not. You're not content with adasan aravos. You 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 like color. You like color, right? So you decide to add a little bit of color. You're not allowed to do that. So Rabbi Yochanan will say it's the same. The halacha of olas yisrael chagiga is you bring it on the first day and then you're done. You can't bring more. You can't bring more. That, that's it. You're done. So if you if you show up with another Olas Yashami Chagig on day two, three, four, five, six, seven of Yom Tov, Beis will say, no thank you. Thank you so much, beautiful, eight for effort, but no thank you. And when the Mishnah Peya says that Re'ayon has no shear, that means for showing up. Come as many times as you want, but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa Karbanos, ultimately you're capped at one Olas one Shami Chagig. On the other hand, Shlakish Amar, Riyas Panim Bekarban, Rej Lagish says, no, halacha lamaisa, when it says reayon doesn't have a shear, that means karbanas. That means karbanas. Bring as many olas re, olos re'iya and shami chagiga as you want. Afilu karban nami ein shear. Even the karban itself, Rej Lagish will say, halacha lamaisa does not have a shear. Does not have a share. We'll see. All right, we'll see. Interesting halacha in just a moment. Fine. So we'll say, so So we'll say, so this is the sec. So we'll say, see what's happening over here? In second version of the Machlokis, still everyone is agreeing. Primary obligation on day number one. The, the Machlokis now is if you want to bring additional carbonos over the course of. I know, I'm sorry. Everyone also agrees that if you show up, if you show up without carbonos over the course of Yom Div, that that's fine as well, that you're fulfilling the of, of, of Re'iyah. The Shail is if you want to bring additional Olos Re'iyah, Shami Chagiga, can you do so? Rabbi Yochanan says, no. Reish Lakish says, yes. So it says the Gemara, here we go. Eisvei, Hukar Raglacha, Mi Beis Re'acha. So I'll say, this is fascinating. This Pasuk is from Mishle. From Mishle. Hukar Raglacha, Mi Beis Re'acha. And I will say, Hokar is literally, again, a lashon of yakar, right? Expensive, which literally means make the walking of your feet in the house of Hashem something expensive, which also means something amazing. Diminish, diminish the number of times or the amount of time you spend walking in the house of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I say, now what does that mean? The HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want us to visit, so Chazal understand it to mean as follows. Diminish the number of karbanos you bring. That's how the Gemara is interpreting this pasuk. Diminish the amount of times you have to walk in the house of Hashem, which means diminish the number of karbanos you're going to bring. So both say. So now remember again, this is Rabbi Yochanan asking on Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish, you say every single time you show up in the base of over the course of Yom Tiv, you bring in Olas V'yashami Chagiga. But look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, diminish the amount of Kabaros you bring. Yashal will say, come on, you know what that means. Awesome. Bechatos uva'ashamos ki Rabbi Levi. The Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Ksiv, Hukarag l'chomim beis re'echa, Uksiv avo beisecha ba'olos lokashya, kan bechatos va'ashamos kan ba'olos shabos. Say, ah, here's the difference. When do we say diminish the amount of kabbalah? You know what that refers to? You know what that refers to? Sin offerings. 
And what does it mean to diminish your offerings? What does it mean? What does it mean? Sinless. They will say solid advice, by the way. Solid advice. And by the way, not subject to machlokas, right? Everyone agrees. Sinless. Sinless. So yes, there's nothing that makes HaKadosh Baruch Hu more happy than less chataos ashamos. Less, right, less sin offerings. So therefore, again, Rish Lakish will say, when the Pazik says, diminish the number of kabanos you bring, that's about sin offerings. But conversely, when the Pazik says, I'll come to your house, Hashem, with olos. That's referring to what? That's referring to olos and shlamim. When it's non-sin offerings, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is happy to have as much as we're willing to bring. Therefore, Eish says, if you're going to show up with additional Olas Re'iyah, Shani Chagiga, that's fantastic. When does HaKadosh Baruch Hu tell us to diminish our sacrificial traffic? That's by sin offerings. Incredible. Time now, everybody, that supports this. When the Pasuk says, diminish your karbanos, that's talking about sin offerings. Atom bechatos v'ashamos. You say it means sin offerings. Oh, ena ela ba'olos u'shlamim. Maybe it means olos and shlamim. Kishu omer avo beisecha. When the pasuk says, "I will come to your home," ba'olos ashalim lachani darai hari olos u'shlamim amar hamani makayim hoke raglocha mi beisreicha. But the Gemara just points out over here is you have competing psukim. You have some psukim that seem to indicate that Akhlesh Baruch Hu loves when you bring karbanos and other pasuk, that seems to indicate that Akhlesh Baruch Hu wants us to diminish our sacrificial traffic. To which the Gemara says it's not a contradiction. When does Hashem want me to diminish my sacrificial traffic? When? When? That's halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, chataos and Hashem, sin offerings. When does He want me to increase? My sacrificial traffic, pretty much by everything else, right? That's more voluntary. So, both say, so how do we paskin? So, I'll say, there's a lot of machlokis happening over here. First of all, so the machlokis is Shaman Beisalel, right? In terms of the value, Olas Ria versus Shami Chagiga. Now, I also have this additional machlokis, Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish, namely about bringing of Olas Ria and Shami Chagiga. Over the course of the rest of Yom Tev. Everyone, Rose, what does everyone agree on? What does everyone agree on? Day one, you have to bring Olas Riyah Shami Chagiga. Shaila's what about the rest of this? Rose, I'll share with you two pieces from the Rambam. First piece from the Rambam. Hilchos Chagiga, Perek Aleph, Halacha Beis. Hariyava Chagiga, Ein Lahem Shir Minatorah. So Rose, so first of all, first of all, interestingly enough, the way the Rambam understands the Mishnah and Peah is that when the when when the when the Mishnah says that Re'i and Chagiga don't have a shear, it means the value. So there is no minimum or maximum value for the Olas Re'iya and Shani Chagiga. This is true Midar Isa. No maximum minimum value. Aval Midivay Sofim Shalayhe Karban Olas Re'iya Pachos Mishvei Ma'akasef. Namely, the Olas has to be worth a minimum of one silver piece, and the Shami Chagiga, a minimum of two silver pieces. So I will say, so that's number one. Feels good, right? Not, you know, the 
Chazal tell us, Ein simcha kataras hasveikos. There's no greater happiness in life than the resolution of doubt. You know, you read these Gemaras, and then you feel it, right? Like your kishkas are in a knot. Because I don't know who does the halacha follow, right? I don't know what to do. Basically, this is going to be rebuilt. And I know that I have a little bit of time until Pesach still, but still, I want to know what to do. I want to know what to build. And Baruch Hashem, the Ramam. Ramam always comes to our rescue. Ramam's like our best friend in the world. Now, you know, so you know, you have that friend who when you have a complex issue, you come to them and they help you work it through. Everybody needs a friend like that, right? To a close friend. It's not someone like that who can help me with that. The Ramam's like our friend. Right, you go through a sugya, my kishkas are not because I don't know what the halacha is, and my friend, my best friend in the world, the Rambam, comes along and just lays it straight out. So, right, we pass like Beisilel. So, all three are worth one silver, one silver, one silver, one piece of silver. Shami Chagiga worth two pieces of silver. But the Rambam does add in, he says, O mitzvah lahavi kefi ashro. The mitzvah ever is to bring the Olas Riyan Shami Chagiga in accordance with your wealth. So those are minimums, not maximums. So at a minimum, one silver piece, two silver pieces, but bring more if you could, but bring more expensive if you could afford more expensive. Next, next Ramban, next Ramban, listen to this. The Bible says, this is in Perak Beis Halach Avav. You don't have to bring in Olas Re'iyah every single time you come to the Beis HaMikdash over the course of Yantif. So that's step one. I don't have to. But what's the next Shaila? What's the next Shaila? Can I? Watch this. So the, so the Ramam says, because the obligation to bring in Olas Re'iyah is only on the first day. Only the first day. However, but I both say, so we pass in like the second version of Rabbi Yochanan, namely, second version of Rabbi Yochanan. So I both say, this is Halacha Lamaisa, second version of Rabbi Yochanan, namely what? The Halacha Lamaisa only obligated to bring the Olas Re'iyah one time a yamtiv, but I can bring as many Olos Re'iyah as I want over the course of yamtiv. So bring as many as you want and as many as you bring the base Hamikdash ultimately again will accept it. Why says the Rambam? Shahariyah ain la shir. So we'll say the Rambam Paskins then the Mishnah Peya, when it refers to Re'ayon, Re'ayon refers to what? The Olas Re'iyah. You can bring as many Olos Re'iyah as you want, but you're only obligated to bring one. So Rambam Paskins like, so Rambam Paskins like, so Rambam Paskins like, two important pieces of Allah, Rambam Paskins like, Rambam Paskins like, Therefore, all Asriya worth one silver piece, Shami Chagiga worth two silver pieces, Rambam Paskins like, the second version of Rabbi Yochanan, namely again, only have an obligation to bring all Asriya, first day of Yom Tiv, but can bring as many as you want over the course of Yom Tiv. Beautiful. Abba says, go back there. The, the, the Gemara goes on, not near in Chatzon. So remember again, the Brisa said, you can't appear in groups. What does that mean? So what does that mean? Maybe that means someone who has 10 sons, someone who has 10 sons, shouldn't go ahead and bring five of them today and five of them tomorrow, thereby causing five of them to lose out on Olas on the first day. Amr Lehi said to him, Amr Beis, Amr Lehi Abaye, Pshita, that's kind of obvious. Shavuot said, it's very interesting. Of course, if a person has 10 sons, you can't decide to bring five of them on day one and five of them on day two. 
Why? Because the five that you don't bring, how are you going to choose which ones are potion, which ones are sinners, and which ones are reason? Right? Maybe, maybe you could pick them out. Right? I would say, but but lemaisa, lemaisa. Again, interesting enough, I was saying that again, it can't be that we're talking about you can't bring your own family in groups. Right? I will say, why not? Because everybody is obligated to do what? To do what? To do what? To show up on day one. So obviously, again, we'll say, I'll just point out to you how interesting it is when the Gemara wants to contrast two groups. There's Zrizin and Potion. Zrizin and Potion. So they're opposite. So I will say, Potion, right? A Poshea is a sinner. I would have thought, what's the opposite of a sinner? I don't know. I would have thought. It's a tzaddik, right? I would have thought potion tzaddikim. It's interesting, by the way, how the Gemara says that the opposite of a sinner is a zariz. I will say, what does a zariz mean? Zariz means alacritus, right? Alacritus, someone who does everything with zeal. See, I will say, the opposite of chait is not mitzvah. The opposite of chait is zrizos. Because I will say, if you think about this, it's such a profound yisod, which is, the reason we often get ourselves into trouble most of the time is because we don't jump on the opportunities of life. Is because we're a bit too relaxed, mm-hmm. right? A bit too laid back. And sometimes, dare I say, even a bit lazy. A bit lazy. And so when I'm a bit too laid back and a little bit too lazy and I don't jump on life opportunities, that's what leads to hate. We're good. Listen, you know, Jews, Jews are good. We're good, right? And, and we're holy people. And we want to do the right thing. So therefore, again, I'm either a poshea or I'm zoris. Because the opposite of being a poshea, the opposite of being a, a, a sinner is not a tzaddik. Because again, I'm not a tzaddik. I'm not a tzaddik. But I can be a zaris. It's such an incredible... Sometimes the secret to success in life is not the avoidance of sin. In other words, I want to avoid sin. I want to go on record as saying avoidance of sin is good. But if there's one thing you know about avoidance of sin, which is, it's never going to be absolute. I'm not going to avoid all averas all the time. So what am I aiming for? So what the Gemara's teaching is, you know what I'm aiming for? Is Rizos. It's interesting. That's really what I'm aiming for. Because if I could become a Zaris, if I could become an alacritous individual, if I could be a person who, when I do things, I do them now and I do them quickly. If I could be the kind of person who, at the end of the day, when I see an opportunity, I jump on it. I don't wait. I don't say I'll get back to it. I don't say later. I do it and I do it now. And I seize the opportunities of life as they come my way. If I am a Zaris, that's the opposite of being a Poshea. Incredible. To which the Gemara says, who's the group? What does it mean groups? Elo, Kralamai Asa. I will say this is great. We saw this before the Chidah Heirim. Desanya. Heirim Omer. Omrim. Hamakamets. Vahamitzarit Nechoshes. Vabur Siptrominer. So we had this just a few days ago. I think on Sunday maybe. Monday, right? So we had, again, Makamets is the guy who collects uh, dog excrement with his hands. Or Mitzarit Nechoshes, right? Goes ahead and... Not a popular job. Mitzarit Nechoshes. He smelts, he smelts copper. Or Bursi Tanner. Shabbos so say, the common denominator amongst all these people are, or is, they smell. Right? So therefore, I will say, again, all of these people are Paturim in They are all Pater from Re'iyah. Shin Emar. Kol Zichorcha. The positive says, Shabbos say, who's obligated to be all the regular? Kol Zichorcha. What does Kol Zichorcha mean? Mishayach Alalos im Kol Zichorcha. Someone who is able to go ahead and come up with other Jews. Yatsu Eidu Shen Yecholen Lalos in Kol Zichorcha. Shabbos say, these individuals, it's very interesting, they're exempt from Aliyah Lerega. Why? Why? Because they can't come with the group. Shabbos say, 
What in, and therefore, again, when the Mishnah says you can't come up and group Siyabos, say, you might have thought like this. Okay, so I have a great idea. Let the excrement guys, right? Let the dog excrement guys, that Hevra, right? Dog excrement Hevra, right? The tanners, maybe they have like jackets or something, right? Right, the tanners, right? The, let them form their own group. Let them form their own group. To which the Gemara says, no. The Bryce has said, Enir in Chatzon. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. You don't come up. You don't come up to the base Hamikdash in groups. You come up to the base Hamikdash with Kol Zechorcha, which I will say teaches us such an incredible lesson. Yorach Hashbarach was teaching us: if you can't come up to the base Hamikdash with all of Klal Yisrael, don't come. Don't come. See, I was saying, if you can only come up to the base Hamikdash with your chevra, with your chevra, right? I, I have, I have my chevra. People who look like me, act like me, behave like me, practice like me, live like me. I have my chevra. I was like, if all you could do in your Yiddishkeit is surround yourself with people who are just like you, then you're not part of Klal Yisrael. Then you're part of a chevra. Okay, it's very, it's very nice to have a chevra. Beautiful to have a chevra. But you can't come up to Aliyah Laregal with your chevra. You have to come up, you have to be all a regal with Klal Yisrael. And if you don't know how to be part of Klal Yisrael, if you can't, if, right, if you don't smell right, and you can't be part of Klal Yisrael, who says, I love you, but you don't have to come. You don't have to come. I'm looking for Klal Yisrael, Jerusalem. What an incredible Yisod. And what our avoda is, being part of the Klal, to learn how to get along and to live side by side with all of Klal Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't want groups. He doesn't want factions. He wants a nation. Let's go back there. Says the Mishnah. This is a great sugi, which at least we'll, we'll get to start today. Listen to this. When you bring Olos, Olos is referring to Olas Re'iyah. That's what we're assuming. So your Olos that you bring even on Cholomai have to come from Chulin. Vashlamim mina meiser. Shlamim avrabosai. Shlamim, we're assuming again, means shame simcha. Again, come from meiser. Let me give you one word of backdrop to this. Dalokha is when you have an obligation to do something, you can't bring an obligation, you can't satisfy an obligation from already consecrated funds. Obligations have to be satisfied from chulin funds. So, for example, again, I have an obligation to bring an olas ri'ia. I can't use tzedakah money for that. Or I can't use, in this case, Meiser Shani money for that. That has to come from Chulin. However, Shlamim, we're going to see which Shlamim we're referring to, can come from Meiser Shani money. But remember again, what's Meiser Shani? Meiser Shani is the tithe that I have to take. I'm the Jewish farmer. I have to take it. But it's mine, right? I just have to bring it to Yerushalayim and use it to purchase food in Yerushalayim. So I could use my Meiser Shani money to buy Shlamim. We'll see which Shlamim. Shlamim. Yom Tov Rishon Shal Pesach, on the first Yom Tov of Pesach, Beishamai Omrim, Beishamai Omrim Minachulin. Your, your Olas Ria has to come from Chulin. Beishilo Omrim Minamaiser. Beishilo says it could even come from Maiser, from Maiser Shin. But see, again, the Gemara will frame exactly what this means. You saw Yolti de Chavasa, Menadar, Menadavas, Ube Maiser Behema. Jewish, right, so Jews can be yod say their obligation with nedarim and nedavos. So say, we're going to see ultimately what this means is there's an obligation to have meat over the course of yamtiv, simcha. You could fulfill your mitzvah of simcha with nedarim, nedavos, maiser sheni or maiser behema, kohanim bechataos, vashamos, bebechar, bechazeh, beshok, avalo, ba'ovos, u'menachos. Similarly, kohanim, 
could fulfill their mitzvah on Yom Tiv, ultimately again, with meat from a chatas, from an asham, from a bachar, from the thigh, from the chest, but not with bird offerings and not with meal offerings. So I'll say, we'll stop over here for today. Tomorrow we're going to pick up on the really incredible sugya, but halacha lemaisa, what type of funds can be used to satisfy what type of obligations? I'll say, I'll just mention, just in passing, this is very important, why this shayla comes up all the time. When people want to know, I have meiser money, tzedakah money, what types of things can I use meiser money or tzedakah money for? That's going to be this sugi to be continued tomorrow. Shkoyach.